Hello, I'm Caroline. And I'm Megan. And this is the Songwriter's Diaries. Today, we have Jenny LaJoy. Hi, Jenny. Hi. Stellar. Well, thanks for so much for coming on the show. Um, yeah, and for having me. You just played um, your song for us, and so excited to put that in and have everyone listen to it. Thanks. Um, why don't we start out with having you just tell us a little bit about yourself and how you got to where you are in your career in the music industry. Mm, okay. Yeah, <laughs> just simple bullet points. Yeah. <laughs> Quick, easy question. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I'm Jenny LaJoy. I am from Hastings, Michigan. Um, so that's where I've been my whole life, and I moved out to Denver to be with my, to be with my wife. Um, so that's what brought me to Denver, uh, and I've, you know, my brother is a singer-songwriter, my parents are both musicians, so it's, it's like a side effect to go into music in my family. That's so awesome. <laughs> side effect. Yeah, <laughs> it's not, like not a requ- you know what I mean? Because people are like, did your parents, like, make you do it? Like, I mean, it was, like, suggested, but it also just kind of, like, happened. When you come out of my mother's womb, <laughs> <laughs> that's just what happens to you. <laughs> yes. So that's, so that's you know, I came out of the womb and now here I am. <laughs> that's the story. I love that. <laughs> yeah. That's the story. Awesome. Do you remember the first time you ever wrote a song? Um, yeah. So I wrote, well, aside from like the little um, like piano ditties that, you know, you write when you're a kid. Oh, yeah. Mm. And yep. I think my mom had like, Sibelius or something on her, you know, so she would like hook me up to like a little, hook me up to a keyboard, hook the keyboard up to the, to the computer and like have me play it. And now I think it's at my, uh, home in Hastings, Michigan, the Jenny's first song sheet music. I think it's in a binder laminated somewhere. That's so cute. Yeah. But that's like not my, I think my first like song, like lyrics since I wrote my sophomore year of high school for a choir pops concert and I performed it and it was terrible. No, <laughs> I'm sure it was so great. No, I think the performance went really well, but the song itself was terrible. <laughs> <laughs> it was horrible. And my sister like volunteered to sing it with me and she's like a s- she was a senior at that time. And so she was really like putting her reputation on the line for <laughs> me. Uh, it meant a lot. Yeah. Aw, that's like yeah. true sisterhood right it there. Is, it <laughs> truly is. Wow. Yeah. Bless her heart. <laughs> Bless her heart. Um why do you think you started writing songs? Um, why do you and why do you write songs today? Why? <laughs> I think I started writing songs for maybe a different reason why I still write songs today. The easy answer is probably that it's just part of who I am and part of who I, who I am as a human being who needs to express and needs to create, you know, sort of at the core of who we are, I think. And that's just how it comes out. Um, I do also think that there's something, uh, you know, I was playing violin from age five. And I think there was a time when I realized that my words mattered. Um, I remember my violin teacher asking me for the first time in high school, I had a new violin teacher and I was playing music. And, you know, for the longest time, when you're first picking up an instrument, you learn the technique and then. I was in high school, and my violin teacher was like, "Okay, now how did that one feel? What do you, what are you feeling when you when you play that?" And I had to like for the first time like put words to what I was feeling when I did music. And I don't know. Ma- I think maybe that's where the songwriting comes from. Is like I have to. There's something so. Um, oh man, fulfilling is not a good enough word, but th- fulfilling. There's something so fulfilling about being able to. Put words to how you're feeling you know and 
the more I learn about songwriting, like the more I love doing that because it's like, um, what's what's the most particular is the most general, right? So it's like mm. I can write about like the corner of this room, and maybe someone else doesn't have this room, but they they definitely have a corner just like that. Mm. And yeah. you know what I mean? And like, that's like so amazing. It's like, we can be so different, but we all have that corner. And um, so yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a point of connection. It's a point of self-expression. And um, it's just a, I fell in love with words to describe feelings, I guess. That is so beautiful. I honestly think that's the most beautiful, like explanation of songwriting I've ever heard in my life. Oh, great. Thank you. So, <laughs> so great job. Okay, so cool. glad you're yeah, here. Cool, cool. That just like, put everything that I was thinking into words. That was oh, great. Thanks. Wow. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> okay, I hope you recorded it because I'll have to use it in a paper, I'm sure, at some point. And like <laughs> yes, it's here. It's <laughs> here. Great. We are all just corners, just trying We're to discover corners, man. ourselves. Yeah. Knickknacks and oh, <laughs> For real. So do you have a specific writing process that you go to? Do you start with the music? Do you start with the lyrics? Um, I usually start with an object writing actually um interesting yeah I, I mean that's not you know if i'm if i'm like sitting down to do like the craft of songwriting i start with an object um which is like again the corner thing it's a specificity thing right mm -hmm. um and like a sign you know sensory f you know words and phrases and meaning to an object and then it normally becomes something else but um, a lot of my best songs, in my opinion, start from objects and become something else, become about a relationship or about, you know, humanity or about the divine or whatever. Um, recently, though, you know, I've been starting from therapy in the morning and then <laughs> and then it turns into that. a great song later. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But if it's not coming from just like a raw like emotion, like I need to sit down and write a song, I need to write this out. Yeah, it's normally like. I, yeah, I have to start with an object and, and write for 10 minutes about that object and then stop and go and pick out the sensory words and phrases that I think sound like they could mean something else, you know? So it's not about a doorknob anymore, you know? It's about right. being used as a female body or something. I don't know. That's Ooh, pretty yes. dramatic. Oh, I'm here for But, that. like, that's what, you know. Wait, have you written a song about that? Yeah, it wasn't very good, but... <laughs> yeah, I was like, please write that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, I might go back to it, but yeah. Oh, you should. You definitely should. Okay, cool. Um... Just going off of that really quick, we have had a lot of guests on the show that tend to just write from purely inspiration and, like, have a hard time finding, like, daily practices. What do you write? Like, do exercises daily? Or what are what is your, like, kind of daily songwriting process look like? I would love to say that I do object writing daily. <laughs> I do not. <laughs> um, I do it once. I My Fridays are for songwriting. I book out awesome. the whole day for songwriting. Um, and that had that, that is really, really hard to do. It's hard to like, I'm sure I have to tell my work, you know, like when I give them my availability for the next month, I say, I am not available Fridays and that's hard. It like, it's so hard as a songwriter, right. To like, mm. to, to, mm. because no one is paying me on that day, you know, mm -hmm. but I hope that in 10 years I reap the benefit of all of these weeks. I, you know, took Friday for songwriting. Right. Um, but we'll see. Uh, but yeah, so I, I do, I, I wish I said I did object writing every Friday, but I definitely do not. <laughs> or, That's like, every cool day, though. but I only do it on Fridays. That's fine. That's cool, though, because, you know, you're taking the time every yeah. week specifically. I think, you know, s like, I personally have a hard time even doing that mm -hmm. one day. Yeah. So I mean, 
yeah again it's it's hard right because yeah. no, no <laughs> one is paying you and like that's probably why I don't do it every day right to be honest if anyone's listening to this podcast and they don't know it's like <laughs> we have to like I'd have to wake up before the sun right not even with the sun I have to wake up before the sun to do my object writing and then go to work so I can pay my bills so that I can afford to go out and support my friends on their shows and do my shows but then by the time you do that you're like too tired to get up before the sun to do your object writing so it's just ridiculous like yeah. it doesn't make any yeah. it's stupid being a musician and a songwriter is so difficult yeah to be a human being yes. like with a job yes <laughs> with a and job it's also like and like life-giving thing right it's yeah. also so 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 good so I don't mean to just gripe about it, but also, like, <laughs> but, like, God damn if it. anyone out there <laughs> is, like, a millionaire that's listening, we're open for payment. Yeah, we're here. Yeah, so we're here. We're generous patrons. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Do you ever co-write with people? Oh, my God, Caroline. I <laughs> would love to say that I co-write with people. <laughs> that's going to be my answer for all of your, Do you have healthy practices? I love to say I do. Um... I've tried before for like a semester. I did a semester songwriting program once and like that was one of the assignments and it was just terrible and crappy and mm. I would love to keep trying. Um, I am in a band. We call ourselves like a Wednesday band because we really, we've had like three performances, but mm. we are, are like meeting every Wednesday and it's mostly, we all have our own like solo projects, but the band is mostly just to like, keep reminding us of like what's life-giving about being a musician <laughs> you know oh, it's I like love that. every Wednesday we're gonna get together we're gonna drink we're gonna try to write music we're gonna practice it's gonna be great yeah. um <laughs> and then we can be miserable and like wallow in our feelings the rest of the week but like Wednesdays <laughs> we have our Wednesday band yeah. um yeah but so co-writing with them has been really good and I think maybe I'm growing in that way um, but I need like the pressure to be off. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's, it's really hard. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I want to ask you guys if you co-write now, but yeah, no, we, we've co-written together. Yeah. And also, I mean, Megan co-writes with her band. I've Kay. co-written with other random songwriters throughout the program, but it is hard. Like, what do you think made the experience so negative? <laughs> Your I eyes got so wide I for everyone listening. Oh, <laughs> uh, so I, I just think that my process is such word vomit, you know, yeah, and then I need yep. to go in through and, you know, like like the page where I'm like r- writing like stream of consciousness crap. That's great. But that's like the therapy room, right, mm-hmm. is like that page mm-hmm. or three pages. And that's not for everybody. Right. <laughs> and like I can go in there and pick out the lines that I think um will apply to everybody or are I guess tidy enough and you know that's that's tricky for me to even like say out loud I I I hear that and I'm like Jenny you know better and you know that the human experience is messy and beautiful and like everyone relates to all the messy crappy beautiful parts so like I know that but it's just (laughs) like this next level vulnerability to co-write you know and I'm really like envious of people who can do it really well I, I definitely struggle with that as well because that's my normal process is, you know, word vomit. Yes. And so I think I don't even – I don't know what I do to get around that. I just kind of, like, say things when they come up, and then if people like them, I'm like, great. And if they don't, I'm like, all right, moving on. <laughs> it's the all right, moving on part that I'm not <laughs> – I'm like, oh, my God, so you hate me. <laughs> oh, my God, that's oh a my mood. God. So <laughs> – so my feelings aren't valid and I'm not a real person. Yeah. <laughs> so for 
<laughs> zero to a hundred. <laughs> yeah. No, I totally get that. Especially yes. if you have, I've been in co-writing situations where I have like one line or idea that I think is gold and perfect. And then the person I'm co-writing with is like, mm, I don't like that. And I'm like, okay, I, yeah, I'm like, okay, yes. invalidated. How dare you tell me it needs no nose job, right? Like that's my kid. <laughs> oh my god anyway and it's funny because most times they're like no you don't need to chop off the whole nose just you know give it like a little like you know get rid of the deviated septum and you're (laughs) like you're like no it'll be able to breathe better i promise yeah right no it's perfect (laughs) fragile fragile songwriter selves i know yeah and sometimes I look back on younger Megan, and I don't even know how I functioned. I was so fragile. Like, I'm <laughs> fragile now, but, like, a functioning human. <laughs> yeah, right. We grow. Oh, yeah. We grow. So what do you think makes your songwriting and performing unique? Um, you know, I'm trying to come to terms with my songwriting. Let me explain. <laughs> there have been... Detail. Um... Hashtag therapy again. There have been multiple times in the past few years since I've been in Denver and like performing out regularly where people have come up to me afterwards and asked me if I have a background in worship music. And I am every time I'm like, I need a good response for this because if I say yes, they're gonna like put me in this. But but that's the real answer is like yes. And trauma, 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 you know, <laughs> so, like, mm-hmm. yeah, mm-hmm. um, so, so, <laughs> trauma, trauma, I think, trauma. I think the good answer is yes, um, but I have discovered that the church and I can be much better friends if we're not roommates, <laughs> um, so that's, mm. so that's my relationship, I think, right now with, like, religion and religious imagery, specifically, like, Christian imagery, and that is what I think is unique about my songwriting, and I'm trying to embrace that, embrace that, like, this has been a really close friend to me in my lifetime, and yes, we had to break up in the way that I can't live with it anymore, I can't, I can't abide in the same space all the time as, as Christianity and religion and the church do, um, they still pay me to do things, but, um, that's <laughs> <laughs> fine, we're working on it, um, <laughs> It's fine. <laughs> uh, but, uh, you know, because it's so, it's been such a good friend to me in the past, and that's my symbol set. That's that's my, the lens that I've learned how to see through. That's the language I've spoken almost my whole life, and that's the language that pops up in my music a lot. Is um, Like, even the song that I sang for this podcast was, you know, I'm talking about Shabbat, like Jewish Shabbat, and I'm talking about um, Durkheim, this um, this religious sociologist scholar guy who talks about religious ritual and how we remember the dead, and so like all of that is just like so like hardwired into me, and so I think that's what makes my songwriting unique is that I have a lot of like religious symbolism and imagery, but I'm. I hope that it comes through in like a spun, spun, reimagined way. But that's what makes that unique, I guess. Mm. I hope it definitely and does come okay. through as a reimagined. Uh, okay, well that's a relief. Yeah, definitely. Oh God, yeah. great. Cool. I didn't listen to that song, and I was like, "Wow, I'm at church." No, no, okay. that didn't happen. Bless. I was like, <laughs> the gates of whatever afterlife are opening, and I feel whole. So. Oh, thank you for your affirmation. <laughs> we all need affirmation. That's really kind. Yeah. <laughs> Do you have any pre-show rituals that you do personally or with other people or 
depends. N uh, I'm gonna say no. I'm g I'm gonna s well. <laughs> um. Ooh. I'm sure I do, and I haven't thought about it. You know what I mean? Like I'm sure that I, I, I I'm sure that it's just sort of embodied and not, not something that I've, I've really intellectualized yet. No, I will. I'll have to go think about that. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you for the question. <laughs> and and let us know. Yeah, I will. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I'll call you up. Updates coming soon. Um, where do you see yourself in five years? This is a big one. It's a big question. I would love to be f full time music making mm. i would love to have quit my desk job yes wait what is your desk job i work at the front desk of the iliff school of theology um <laughs> you seem unhappy about that no well <laughs> <laughs> caroline <laughs> the amount of text jenny has just turned to me it's gone caroline <laughs> listen uh no i i'm a student there um okay. uh, Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm just finishing what I started at this point. And it's really, that school is doing really, really wonderful things in the community for um, marginalized communities and justice. And they've taught me how to think in really nuanced ways, which is cool. So that's why I'm still there. Um, and it's a work-study position. But oh, awesome. So yeah, that's my desk job. And I'm the artist in residence at a United Methodist Church as well. So oh, nice. Um, those are my two, I guess desk jobs quote-unquote desk jobs um but you know i hope that in five years i can yeah be full-time writing performing you know booking managing myself gigging and we'll see that's hard that <laughs> is really hard that's yeah. really hard every time we ask that question our our guests are just like <laughs> it's i mean it's it's really hard to see past like the right now every month i try to sit down and and do like my my goals notebook it's really cute i have like <laughs> a i do 10 year goals i set which is like no one can see those they're embarrassing you know like <laughs> like red rocks 10 years like you know and um like nominated for a grammy 10 years yeah and, right so you make you make five goals um, for your 10-year goals, then five goals for your five-year goals, and then so on and so forth, two years, one year, six months, and then tomorrow goals, which is great because you, you can work backwards from dreams mm -hmm. to, like, I have to send an email to this person tomorrow. Mm -hmm. And yeah, it seems really My goal for tomorrow is always just to still be alive and still be here and I mean, I think that's being. step one, so that's really <laughs> good. First goal, wake up. That's right. <laughs> Get out of bed. That's right. That's right. But yes, I have my goals notebook in my car, so I could probably go look up what five years looks like. If you, but you don't need that. <laughs> I'm sure it involves making money. <laughs> <laughs> don't all of our goals. Oh, baby stuff. Goal. That's right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> What's the best piece of advice you can give the songwriters listening? I'm thinking. Again, no pressure. We're no, asking such really easy questions. <laughs> this is a really good question. I don't know if I'm qualified. You are qualified. Um, that's interesting. I thought you were going to say, um, what advice would you give like your younger self? Oh, well, do that too. No, but, but that's my, a great question But as my well. answer to that question is, I disagree with the premise because, oh. okay. because I think that uh, my younger self was much braver and took more risks than my current self does. And... I, you know, we lose some of that as we get older in a not so good way, you know, 
Yeah, maybe your younger self needs to give your older self Okay, so yeah, advice. so if my younger self gave my older self advice, it would just be like, haters gonna hate, take a risk. <laughs> mm, you love that. Yeah, just like take a risk. Um, and it might be foolish. And I mean, that probably goes, that applies to the co-writing thing too, right? It's like, yeah. take a risk and be who you're gonna be and be brave and don't worry if 50 people don't love what you just said because if one person resonates, it's worth it. So. Mm-hmm. It's worth it, worth it. Mm. That's the advice. <laughs> yeah, I love that. Good for our listeners too. Yeah. So. Cool. As well as current Jenna. <laughs> cool. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Um so why don't you give it a little explanation for the song that uh you played? Um and title and yeah, what yeah. you wrote it about and stuff. Cool. So that song is called Feast and I wrote it a week after the shooting at the Tree of Life Synagogue in Pittsburgh. Um, I woke up and it was my songwriting day again, songwriting Friday, and uh, my wife had the news on and they were still covering, right, the shooting as they should have been. And uh, my wife texted me and said, are we going to go to Shabbat tonight in solidarity with our uh, Jewish friends in the Jewish community? And um, I thought, well, yes, that sounds like a very good idea. We should do that. And then I was also talking with someone that I was co-creating a ceremony with for like a couple weeks out for a trans day of remembrance where we were going to read 22 names of people who had died the previous year in transphobic hate crimes so i was thinking about 11 people having passed last week and 22 people having passed the year before and thinking about like the rituals that we do to remember these people um we eat and we speak their names and um you know uh, thinking about um my grandma uh that's how the opening of the song you know um talking about my mother's mother and i talk about my mother (laughs) and um yeah so i guess it's sort of circle of life stuff but it's also um how do we call people into the space who have gone before us and just really physically be with them and and I i think um yeah meals are a big part of it when we eat and um uh, yeah i could go on forever but that's what it's about (laughs) i think it's amazing that you take something as simple as like eating food and make it into this huge idea and concept that is so relevant and so accurate and valid in every single way Mm. the way you present it but i would never think about like you said feast i'd be like okay, is it just a song about eating food, <laughs> you know? But it's so much more than that, and that's awesome. Yeah, yeah. I think in this song you really give all those people such space, mm. too. Mm-hmm. You build, like, a beautiful little kind of story and realm mm. for th- for their stories, and it's really it's really great. Yeah. Um, so you guys are in for a treat. Oh, thank Woo-hoo. you, guys. <laughs> Thanks, guys. She fed everyone 
plate is full, my blood is flowing. If I was eating, you were knowing. I would never be gone. I've always finished everything I've started, except a plate of food. I think I got that from my mother. There is always some leftover. Guess we're saving it for you. That was absolutely incredible. Oh, thank you. So good. Editing magic. <laughs> <laughs> so good. Oh, my gosh. Seriously, chills, though, when oh, we were listening you. to it. Yeah. So incredible. Thanks. Your voice. I, I remember when um, I th- you were there, yeah, at the three-year STEM Ciders yeah. anniversary show you played. You were doing all your looping stuff and <laughs> harmonizing with yourself. And I was sitting there completely just, like, mind-blown. I was like, oh, who is this person? That's kind They're of amazing. Sweet. That's so kind. So good. That's kind. I'm trying to get away from, not completely, but I'm trying to like put down the loop pedal a little bit more mm. now because a lot of, because that event, there was so many of you that would just like, just stand there like solo with your guitar and that's it. Just like human to human connect with like the song, you know? Mm. And I was like, oh my God, I think I lost my songs a little, like with this like little baby loop pedal, you know? 
Um, so I'm trying to get back to just human to human song. Well, you do well. But both. thank you. No, yeah, yeah, thank you. I appreciate it. Yes. That's that was to say you're inspiring too. Oh. <laughs> thank yeah. you. Yeah. <laughs> it's such a beautiful moment. Oh my god. <laughs> well, thank you again for yeah. coming on the podcast. Thank you guys. Um, Great. Thanks for having me. I feel like I j- I'm just like leaving a therapy session. I'm like, oh, I've learned so much and I'm just like oh God. in tears. I oh. love it. I feel renewed. Yes. <laughs> wow. <laughs> well, thanks, y'all. Um, don't forget, we have a website now, Songwriter Diaries. Uh, no, thesongwriterdiaries.com. Um, designed by yours truly. <laughs> We're so good at this. <laughs> um, check it out. And um, here's to season two. Woo! Yay. Thank you.